What's up, everybody, and welcome to Build Your Empire Podcast. My name, Chris Marshall, Frank G in the house. What's good? Not much, man. What's going on? How's it going? Nothing much. Nothing much. You know what it is, man. You know what it is. We're going down memory lane Monday, man. I got some stories. Uh, you know, I'm wondering whether or not you're going to want to hear them. Me, personally? Well, it depends, right? We left off. Is this story going to be figuratively or literally a shit story? Or should mm. we have a story where it's me and you? Or should we have a story where it's just making money? I don't know. I mean, that's 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 the question right there. Hey, man, whatever, whatever story you feel you want to share with the people, I'm willing to listen as well. I mean, I'll, I'll give the people the story. I don't know how how long I can make this story up. I mean, I hopefully you have a story for the people as well. But, you know, we might as well have you decide the story. Do we have a shit story? Do we have a me and you story? Or do we have a money-making scheme story? Um, very interesting. I guess I'm choosing. Um, I got a story to tell. Why don't we go with a you and I story? Yep, I led you on that one. I knew you were going to say that one. So I was I was just saving you from the shit story. (laughs) (laughs) That's my boy. That's why I gave you options so you would save me from the shit story. And the money making scheme and the me and you story are the same story anyway. So I just gave you another option. So I had a sixty six percent chance of you picking the thirty three percent. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just couldn't pick the shit story for my boy. Unless you wanted to choose it yourself, I wasn't going to choose that for you. Yeah, man, I greatly appreciate that one. I don't want to tell the world, I guess, at least yet, my <laughs> embarrassing moment of me and shit mm-hmm. in my pants. <laughs> but might as well tell the people about <laughs> you laughing at me, bro. This is why I didn't want to tell the story. No, no, I'm just laughing that you pretty much said a part of the story or the the end of it without saying it. <laughs> of course, man. We all knew the ending. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I hate to say it too. I feel like every single one of us have a similar story, so I'm not that embarrassed not telling you the details. But I will tell you the story of the time me and you lived very large in April 12th. Roughly two years ago, 2018, we were up in the 305, the MIA, Miami, South Beach. Okay, okay. Good times, good times. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, You know, we went there and, you know, we've gone there a few times now. Three, four, I can't even remember anymore. We go down there whenever we could, I guess. Yeah, we got weekend trips there now, yeah. Yeah, I fuck with Miami. Miami's where it's at. Beautiful women, that's for show. Ah, so, subliminal. Shout out Miami. <laughs> that's, that's my boy. That's my boy right there. So, you know, this story is really like a, a sales story and also just positioning yourself in being the man. So, this was when Drake drops one of his hit shot singles. Nice for what? Mm. Right? Told you that was going to be a fucking 
that was going to be a hit. Yeah, that that's still a jam. That's still a jam. And the next day, we are in Miami. We are in Club Story. We're in Club Story getting ready to tell a story. Well, not not tell the story, but I guess Live the create story. the story yeah. to tell. And me and you, we are like 26 years old at the time, 27. I don't know. We weren't balling like we are now. We're balling typically. We don't ball enough to just have a table, me and you. Yeah, I'm with you there. That would be nice. That would be nice. So we're just posted up in the corner. Me, me and my boyfriend posted up, drinking my vodka clubs. And this is just a acumen of myself. I guess, ability, and just being friends with people. And I'm sure you remember this random dude has a VIP table up top on the balcony overlooking the floor in which DJ Khaled was coming out to present the Drake song, Night for What. This is a moment right here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love to have a VIP table for DJ Khaled presenting a Drake hit record. Just sounds great to me. Absolutely. Sounds good right now. So where it just it sounds great right now. I would love to be in Miami right now while they play Tootsie Slide. And I'll slide <laughs> all over the dance floor. That's my boy. So I'm sure you remember me and you me and you would just post it up. We're just posted up, and this New Yorker who has a table with him and his girlfriend and his weird ass uncle spots <laughs> us. Hey, what's your name? Chris, Frank. Frank, Chris, what's your name? We don't even remember because he was a jabroni. However, remember that jabroni. he did present an offer in which I couldn't refuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he presented an offer in which I couldn't refuse. He said, Chris, my uncle has no girls. If you get a group of girls into this VIP table, you and Frank will have access to everything you want. You can order whatever you want. It don't matter. We just need girls up in here. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Now, in my head, I'm like, man, you know, I don't really got it like that. You know, sometimes I got it like that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. This could, and then as I'm thinking this within three seconds, that's all it took me. Wait a second. This is the easiest damn task I have ever had in my entire life. What did me and you do? We took about 15 steps, 15, 20 feet over. We approached a group of girls, and I just sales pitched them with one line that worked, 100% success record. Hey, hey, I just got invited to a VIP where we can order a bunch of bottles. The only contingency is that I bring women. Now, I don't know this person at all, but considering you're a female and you're hanging out with a bunch of your friends, we can all go and utilize this. And instantly... They said, okay. And then we were popping in the VIP. We had some beautiful women, some good bottles. DJ Khaled was playing. Mm, I'm there right now. We were popping, popping. And then the first group of girls, they left. They left on us, Frank. Mm-hmm. They were like, wait about this. We, we had our table experience. We drank up the booze. We out. They left. <laughs> and now it's just me and you. Now, the jabroni over there was like, hey, where, 
where's the girls? Like this, you gotta hold your end of the bargain here. Oh shit, he put me on the spot, bro. He did put you on the spot. I remember that. Yeah, no biggie. I just okay. took another 30 steps away, about 25, 30 feet away. And I used the same damn line. I got a hundred percent success rate with this line. Yeah, it makes sense. I told these girls, it makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Next you, man. You it know, is easy. Me and you are holding bottles. Yep. Yeah, it was. Me and you were just holding bottles, listening to Drake's hit record, looking at DJ Khaled for the simple cost of an admission fee. And that's my story going down. Memory Lane Monday. That was a good time, man. Uh, I remember that trip very well. Mm. Yeah, that was a good time. Mm. That was a good time. Um, I'm glad you shared that one. That was uh What are you doing over there? I was just da- <laughs> I was just dancing. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. All right. So my memory lane Monday story. Um I didn't put myself in the situation where I let you choose. Um it may not be as party and Oh, do you happy. not have a story? Do you not have a story? Of course I have a story. But Oh, all right. Well, right now it seems like it's going to be gloomy. Well, it's it's gloomy, but it pertains to what's going on in the world right now. All right. Ooh, all right. This seems to be gloomy. This episode is going to take 180. What you got? So back in 2014, um, graduated college in like four, about three and a half, uh, four and a half years. So this was probably six months out of college or a year and I was finally taking the route um, to get a job interview for a full-time job, get rid of, you know, stray away from these part-time jobs I had about four or five of them. And I just bought a new car and I was partying one night a little, not like crazy. I was hanging out with friends and late that night, I was driving home and happened to get into a very bad car accident. So I totaled the car. Oh, this is gloomy. I was injured pretty badly to the point where I lacerated a tendon and an artery. When I gained consciousness. This was like, this was six years ago? Nearly six years ago. Yeah, it's about five and a half or so. So yeah, crazy. Um, so I, I get into this accident with a taxi driver and I, I lose consciousness on contact and I come to in the car and I am just squirting blood like two feet high. Couldn't get out of the car. The door wouldn't open. So I decide to jump out the window. No one's around me. It's like four in the morning and Thankfully, as I'm looking at my arm... Where were you coming from? I was coming from a friend's house, a girl's house. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking at my arm like, holy crap, if I don't do something, I'm going to bleed out. Thankfully, I'm seeing cars finally coming to me. They're 
And it, the first car I see, I just wave my hand. That's like shooting blood three feet high. And it just happens to be a nurse. And I just felt a little safer at that time. I ripped my shirt off. I wrapped it around my hand. And this nurse is like, sit down. The call, you know, like she calls the ambulance. She gives me the phone. I call my family. Crazy, hectic time. Hectic time. Imagine calling your, you know, your mother. So it sounds her, that way. You, yeah. Telling your mother you were just in this terrible accident. You know, I totaled a brand new car I just bought. 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 in the morning. Used car. It was used, so it wasn't brand new, but it was my first purchased car. Brand new to me. Yeah, I remember that. And the thing was completely totaled. So now I'm rushed to the hospital. I'm in the ambulance going to the hospital. And I'm, like, conscious. I'm, like, okay, but I'm losing a lot of blood. I see the the ambulance drivers, the EMTs, they're, like, take these shears out. And they're, like, we got to cut your clothes off. I'm, like, no, these are my favorite pair of shorts and my tank top. I love this. I got it. I'll just take it off. They're, like, Damn, no. so your weenie was about to be exposed, huh? Well, you know, I was, I mean, they didn't cut the underwear, but they certainly were like, nope, we're cutting oh, the shorts cool. right off. Just snip, snip, snip. I was like, oh, weird how you, you're thinking in these moments. Like, I, I don't want you to destroy my clothes, but save my I don't life. know. I'd be thinking, damn, I just don't want to be butt naked with my weenie out while like, I'm <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I didn't know. I guess I'm not thinking too clear either. A lot of adrenaline, a lot of shit going on, clearly. But. I get to the hospital, I'm in excruciating pain, and my parents are there, the look on their face is so, like, sad, scared, they don't know what's going to happen. Disgust. Disgust, yeah, just upset. And the doctor's like, oh, could you feel this? Like, it was my hand that was lacerated, so they're like, can you feel this? I'm like, yes, I feel it. Like, wow, I'm surprised, and I'm like, what the hell, do they think I'm going to lose my hand or something? Thankfully, that was not the case, I have my hand. Um, however, this led to me being in a three hour surgery, a hard cast for a few months, a lot of rehab, you know, I couldn't move my thumb well. So that was scary in itself, you know? So here I am thinking I just wrecked a brand new car. I had just had a job interview that I can no longer continue the process for. Uh, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to be, I was thriving in the gym. This is when I was really, really into it. I'm like, I'm not going to be the same after this. And, you know, there's, there was just a little bit of negativity in my mind. However, the reason I said this story is because I know a lot of people are going through things right now. The economy is people may be out of a job. Um, you know, we're battling with health issues. And I was in this dark time. However, I was able to overcome that situation. You know, things get better. So that was uh, that was probably the lowest point of my life at that time. I mean, nothing's gotten lower since then. That was super low. And at that moment, it's like make or break you. So I yeah, was, I mean, it sounds low, and I'm thinking, damn, Miami sounds nice. <laughs> Miami does sound nice, man. Thankfully, I, we were able to go back there a few times, and I had my hand during it. But, you know, I didn't I get that. Say, you did have your hand in Miami. Yeah, I didn't get that job. Obviously, didn't continue to do, uh, to apply for it. However, that led me down the path to where I am now. 
at Salvatore Ferragamo. I am grateful and blessed to have a wonderful company that I manage a store at. I work out all the time. I am a pretty huge fitness guru. I mean, I don't know about guru, but I love to work out. And just so that low point got so much better. You know, I'm just, this is just to take a positive spin on it. Things do get bad, but it's up to you to make them better in time. Um, just don't dwell on those crazy sad times. So yeah, my story was a little sad, but a positive ending where I was able to uplift and get better. And yep. it's interesting how the bell just rings. Well, with that being said, my sign out message is, uh, um, I'm glad you got your hand, kid. Yeah, and mine is going to be, I'm glad we experienced that time in Miami. Peace. <laughs> yeah, kid.